Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Main key message. It is not your fault. There's some things you didn't know. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing in the cafe? Are you ready for some hot and steamy conversation this morning? What you drinking on? What you sipping on? Carmel Macchiato? That's my favorite beverage right there. That's how I get my day started. Hot and steamy. My mom and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere and tolerate If you cannot help a person, don't hurt them, especially with women. It's just whole essences that bring out the best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't. It's not just conversation as you started. It actually has a purpose. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where we have talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. 10 a.m., 10 a.m., 10 a.m. Every Saturday morning. Yep, this is what I do. And I love it. I wasn't training for the world. I, I wasn't training for the world. I'm happy to say that this is the 10th season of Coffee Talk with Soy, and I am so proud to be able to have this platform. I mean, it's been a journey. I tell you, it's been a journey. And uh, like most journeys, you just got to trust the process, right? There is um, There are times where you are going to go through seasons in whatever journey you're in. And, and this show has been through its seasons. I've been through my seasons personally. And uh, this morning, uh, we're going to talk about a season that you may um, have been through through the course of your life. So shout out to the seasons and shout out to this blue season that's happening right now uh, in the Atlanta area. And this um, season where your allergies are kicking off, I had to switch up some things uh, this morning. So I'm not drinking my normal caramel macchiato. I am having some pomegranate tea. Pomegranate tea. Um, you all hung out with us uh, last week, but... I started experiencing some kind of buzzing with my throat, and um, it was the point where I couldn't even talk at one point. But um, so I'm working through that. And so this morning I've had some pomegranate tea in my second cup. The first cup was peppermint, so I'm doing some different things, as you should too. But I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. For those on Facebook Live, please tag someone. Please share the live feed. Share, share, share. And give us a thumbs up. The things are working good. You and Q, you're hearing. The sound is great. And um, you ready for some real talk? So, B, you ready? I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to say shout out to my man. He's been traveling all over the all over the country doing some amazing things. Good morning, B. How are you? 
I'm all right, Mama. What up? So yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a speaking of journeys, right? It's been a journey. So we 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 doing our thing. We out. We 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 doing something. So um, I, let me just go ahead and get this out the way real quick. Uh, Love and I have an announcement. Oh. All right, you ready? Okay, so yeah, yeah. We are we ready for the announcement? We're pregnant! Oh, congratulations! <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah, the brand man snuck one past the goalie, so we in there. You know, we're just gonna do that thing, right? You know, bing. So you know, I mean, it's all good. So I'm, I'm excited. Both of our first one. So we definitely, um, we're definitely going through all of the new parent stuff. So you know, baby proofing stuff and getting our minds right for sleepless nights and the, all the bewilderment of childhood. So yeah, you know, we in there. All right. Well, congratulations! I'm happy for you all. I think you're gonna be great parents. I mean, you've had a lot of training. Uh, and, um, you know, off the show, <laughs> right. uh, we talked about kind of things that's going to prepare you for parents. I, I think y'all going to be great parents. Y'all are great people. I think you're going to do well. Do for well. sure. I appreciate and that. Then, appreciate that. So, so Brandon, we're going to talk about you, so you better do well. <laughs> 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 you know. Okay. When don't you talk about me? So yeah, let's get it though. Let's let's get it. So who 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 do we have in the cafe with us? What 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 we what we doing today? All right, B. So you know you know that um, it's March Madness, right? And we're talking about those things that make you mad, right? And I believe that since we're so connected to our money, when your money ain't right, it makes you mad. So all month long, we're damn right about money, about money, about money. And so this morning, uh, we are talking about the transformation process. And we have none other but a transformation expert to help us talk about the transformation process. So be in the cafe with us today is none other than Richard Harden. Richard is a business transformation expert. He was born and raised in the Atlanta, Georgia area. He received his formal education at Duke University. And not only did he get one degree, he has two degrees, y'all, two degrees. Richard received a degree in electrical engineering and also a degree in computer science. But Richard says that after completing his formal education, he earned his real education from UHK. <laughs> y'all know UHK. UHK, that University of Hard Knocks, is where For he real. So real education fee. Hey, hey, B, you've been in UHK? Uh, I'm I'm currently in um, the UHK. <laughs> like I'm currently hey, enrolled. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I'm getting about to get my doctorate. <laughs> <laughs> this right. this university is unforgiving, but 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 it's good. Once you get it, you got it. Good morning, good morning. I am off the chain. I'm excited. How are y'all doing this morning? 
Oh man, everything is love, man. Everything is love. Brandon, congratulations, man. That is a that is a whole new education process. It turns out, I think, the mission they give us is to raise our children, but in fact, our children raise us. So, mm, you know, it's up. only beginning. That's what's up. So, I, I look forward to it. I look forward to it. I'm, I'm very excited. We're very excited. Excellent. excellent. Oh, Richard, I, I need to congratulate you, and um, I want to let people know this. I want to put this on the air. Richard, y'all, um, is a motivational speaker. Uh, he is a member of NSA, which is National Speakers Association, and um, we need to congratulate him. Although um, he, this is not 2016. It's, what are we at? 20 what? 2019. But listen, y'all, 2019. He was a and the 2016 World Championship of Public Speaking, and that's a big deal. And we want to recognize him for that coming out of the Atlanta area. So shout out to you for that. I thought that was an amazing Thank you. experience. Yeah. Big shout out. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. So, Richard, I, I had an opportunity to watch some of your videos, and um, I noticed how you open up a lot of your segments allowing people to have this movement, whether it's dancing. What's that about, and where did that come from? Oh, well, it's a, it's a combination of things. First of all, I love the dance, and it's one of the challenges that you find with a lot of speakers that you encounter in any marketplace. They get the feeling that everybody's supposed to come in and sit down, but I want every encounter to be like a personal growth party. So I like to get the party started, to come in and just make sure to have a good time because what I found is it's a lot easier to learn if you're enjoying the process. See, we get it, you know, we get it kind of confused in the way traditional education gets handled in school where you got to sit down and be quiet and always take notes. Not that you can't learn sitting down, being quiet and taking notes, but you can also absorb and endure and transfer a lesson if you can incorporate all the learning styles together. So when I do a live keynote, I try to involve some kinesthetic learning, some auditory learning. I do have content. I do have things to say. And then some visual learning so that every part, every center of the brain for taking in that input has those things connected together because your body and mind are linked, and they say that life is movement. Therefore, everybody, everybody, every day should move. That makes plenty of sense to me. What you think, Sorry. That, that sounds like a electrical engineering um, concept right there. You heard that? <laughs> <laughs> you got to put it all together, all together. Complete and, and computer science, yeah. He, he pulled all that into the financial strategy, right? Uh, I'm waiting to hear this. I'm waiting, I'm waiting to hear how this is going to help me um, change my life in terms of my, um, my income transformation process. So we're, we're glad you're mm-hmm. here. We're, we're, we're we're glad you're here in the cafe, and um, let's dive right into our topic of conversation this morning as we talk about income uh, transformation and how income shifts. Explain that process to us. Well, I mean, it's probably, I mean, probably before, yeah, probably before I get into content on income shifting, What's probably good is to do some context just in terms of how I came to find this. Because when I talk about income shifting, I'll be the first to say, I did not make it up. I found somebody 
that had an idea that was a good fit for my personal circumstance. I listened to what they said. I adopted what they did to, to my life, and it changed my life. I got so excited about it that we as a family started telling people about it. So when, I, when we talk about income shifting, I, I'll make sure that everybody's clear on my reality. And it's probably a lot like you and many of the other listeners out there, meaning traditionally I did all the things they said to do. I went to school, got good grades. I got great grades. I'm an actual proud alumni of Frederick Douglass High School and the Douglass Astros, where uh, this year the Lady Astros are the state basketball champions. So shout out to the Frederick Douglass High School Astro ladies. And I okay. um, graduated literally top of my class. I was a valedictorian and the star student, so I did go to Duke University on an academic scholarship. So I was smart. And I, I went to school, and at the time that I got into the academic world, it was kind of the emergence of the Internet. You know, they say the Internet's now officially 30 years old, and that's just about the time where I was getting into the education process. And at Duke University, I had a great time, learned a lot, and, you know, grew as a person, had some challenges because our our first daughter was actually born um, while we were freshmen. So I was a freshman at Duke. My wife was a freshman at Emory. And um, thank God and supportive parents, we were able to graduate but always had that need for income, even though we were both full scholarship students. And um, got out into the workplace and realized that after all that education, after all those degrees, that when it came to the things that I needed to know for what I needed to do, I hadn't learned anything. And that's not a slam against Duke University. I don't think there's a college in America where they really spend time talking about financial literacy, general goal setting, and life management. And that was the challenge that I found myself in where I got into the workplace, and for the first time after four years in college, I had one place to focus on doing work for income. And I started to get out there into the workplace, and I worked hard because I had a family to support. I had goals. I still had things that I wanted to get done. And it seemed like the harder I worked, the more I made the less I had to show for it at the end of the day. I don't know if you can relate to that. It seemed like when I got a raise, everybody else got excited because they got a raise too. My bills went up. My credit card bills went up. My taxes went up. Everything went up except for the amount that I had in investment and in savings, and I just found myself just on that hamster wheel where not only did I go to work because I had to. I mean, I had to go to work to make up for things that I didn't have enough for, and just found myself angry, like maybe that I'm not as smart or as talented as I thought I was. Is it, can anybody relate to that feeling? Like, you know, just not enough money, not just check the check, but check behind the check. You already know where the next paycheck's going and wish there were two more of them to cover up the spots that aren't there. Is that, does that make sense? Is, am I talking to people you know? Talking to me. Okay. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I, and when I when I when I sat down, I we actually had sit again, Dawn. I feel like uh, you just revealed all my clothes, and I feel like I'm sitting in the cafe naked. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and I, I remember having a conversation with um, with a gentleman, and I'll give him a shout because it's always good to talk to talk to and endorse the people that have helped you. But it was, um, we sat down at the Chick-fil-A Dwarf House in Jonesboro Road. That was um, Brian Bean, along with my brother Chuck. 
And he talks about just this concept of income shifting, because I mean, legitimately, if you look at the amount of money we had coming in top line from our jobs and our businesses, it was ridiculous to find where we were financially and just at that age where I'm not old yet, not retirement age, but I do want to retire, you know, when there's a five in front of the number. Uh-huh. And I I just couldn't see my way out. And he said, well, first things first, the first thing you got to understand is it's not your fault. So if any of you are out there and just find yourself in a position similar to mine where financially, physically, no, financially, you're not where you want to be, first thing I want you to know is it's not your fault. It's not your fault if you are born poor. Not your fault if you're born without financial know-how or financial wherewithal. It is, however, your fault if you die that way. Mm. And he showed me some things, and I'll, I'll share the concepts across a broad framework just so that you get the picture in the time that we have. Because, Don, you have to, so you have to remind me, what do we have as um, working time today? What do we, when do we end officially? We are at 4.30, right? We end at, uh, uh, at 10, 10.30. Okay, so I want to make sure that we land everything on time, but don't miss anything. So I'll rush but not make haste, and it, it at least outlaying the framework. Because here's the thing that I know about most people that I talk to is that when it comes to money, there's really only two goals that anybody in America or, for that matter, in the world has when it comes to money. The number one thing that your money has to do, it's two goals that we have. Number one is your money has to take care of your current standard of living, and that's, only, that's a responsibility that's yours and your spouse if you're married. But there's a, as an adult, an independent working body in America, number one thing your, your money has to do is it has to take care of you now. But because of the changes that have happened over our lifetime, your money also has to take care of your lifestyle when you no longer want to or are able to work meaning retirement. Retirement isn't an age. It's, it's a number. It's a certain amount of money where if that money keeps making money, you don't ever have to work again, yes? Now, that's oh. different than, you know, a generation ago in my parents' era where people had jobs with pensions and you could count on the idea of, you know, working 30, 40 years and then the job taking care of you for the rest of the life, that and Social Security. I mean, looking at our, how our government runs right now, anybody that still has that expectation that the job you have now is going to take care of you beyond your ability to produce more for them is skating on that cliff that leads to people, um, you know, struggling forever generationally. So knowing that those Mm -hmm. are the two goals, the reason I say it's not our fault is that everybody in America has four obstacles that they face when it comes to having their money take care of them now and in the future, and it's ironic that the, the topic that the month this month was money madness, I mean, it was March Madness, because it is, you know, one of those things. As a Duke alumni, I'm always excited about what's happening in the tournament. You know, proud to say the most electrifying player in the in college sports right now is back at my alma mater. And, uh, you know, I'm excited <laughs> to see how things go. But if you shameless think plug. about the rest of us, oh, shameless, shameless, really shameless. <laughs> um, but if you think about the rest of us in America at birth, we get put into a game, and at 18, we're expected to go pro in a game that we were never really taught to play. 
I mean, can you imagine what the basketball court would look like in March Madness if nobody ever told you the rules? Oh. I mean, oh, you're yeah. out there running, shooting, throwing, passing, but you don't know what counts for scores, what's illegal, what's against the rules, what's the problem. But that's what happens for most of us in the money game, meaning we have an expectation. The only goal that they have is win, but they don't tell you what winning is, what things count for you, and what things count against you. And the main financial education that most people get, unfortunately, is through making mistakes. They're taught one lesson, make more money, get more money, make a raise. But what we find is that if you could only get control of your most positive, powerful wealth-building asset, and that's your income, you don't have to make more money. But here's what's true for everybody. There's four holes in the bucket, meaning no matter how much water you pour in, no matter how much money you make, there are four things that are at, are at war with you in that desire to gain wealth. Number one is taxes. Number one is taxes. If you think about it, we are, you know, 33% of your income, whether you think about it or not, goes away in taxes off the rip. If you get paid on a salary basis, it's even more obvious because they at least tell you how much of that income is being taxed. But beyond that, property tax, sales tax, avalorum tax, everything gets taxed. The government is going to make their money, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. Now, there are strategies that are available to help you take advantage of taxes to help in anybody's situation. And I don't know you personally, but whatever situation you're in, being smart in tax law is one of the most powerful things you can do to offset costs that are attacking your income. Uh, Bill Gates, one of his famous quotes is that his, um, the secret to his wealth is a precise understanding of the tax code. Tax code. Now, the second thing is what we call the silent killer. It's inflation. I don't think I really was conscious of the power that inflation had because you hear them talk about it on the news. You know, the deficit standard of inflation, you know, the cost of everything that we have in our lives goes up about 4% every year. And what that means is that even if you're making the same money, if you make, you know, 4% more every year, and think about it, most people don't get a 4% raise per year every year. Hell, I went for at least five years in corporate America where it was a good year if I stayed the same or got a 3% raise. So let me ask you this. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this. You said that the first thing was taxes is 33% of your income. I just want to make sure everybody's getting taxes is 30%, yep. 33% of your income. And then you said the next thing was inflation. Inflation. Okay. Just, inflation. Just so knowing that's like, mm-hmm, I'm, I'm listening. No, inflation is the fact that the cost of everything goes up over time. Right. Right. And, and I, so, I think my best example is like the price of gas. Like, I don't know, how old were you? I mean, what year was it when you started driving? Uh, wow. 1997? Eight. Okay, so you started, you started later than me. I started driving in 1989. Now, that's not olden times. My kids will make it sound like it is. But in 1989, <laughs> gas in, on average was around 83 cents a gallon. And if you went down there by Riverdale Road and 285 by the airport, you could catch it for 79 dollars Wow. Right. So, uh, now, over the course of years. No, I, I wasn't. But, you know, I started driving around. I started driving. I was 16 when I started driving. So, it would have been about 84, 1984. Mm-hmm. I started driving by the 80s. 
But here's the thing that you think about with the increase of the price of gas, just as an example, is it increases the cost of everything that consumes gas. So we feel it at the pump, meaning there was a time where I could both fill up my tank and go on a date with a $20 bill, right? Now $20 bill won't fill my tank. (laughs) But but if you think about everything else, if you think about the food that we eat is also – produced by farmers. They got tractors. They have their production equipment. So when they fill up that tractor, they got to pass on the cost in their produce to the grocer who passes it, to the wholesaler who passes it on, to the grocer who passes it on to you, so that you have something that grew out of the ground that was relatively a free item, but grapes are like $4 a pound. Uh, that's, that's so when the cost of one thing goes up, everything in the chain goes up around it to pass that cost on to you. And that inflation at the gas pump, at the grocery store, at, you know, at any of the places where goods and services are sold, that t- counts against that income. Because I remember at one point, you know, a six-figure salary, $100,000 a year was really an outstanding upper-middle-class income. Yes? Absolutely. Yes. But now if you take that $100,000, you take away 33%, you're already working on only 73%. Another 10% goes at inflation, just money that you didn't think about. And then the next category of – so that's, that's two. Let's see. How am I working on time? You got taxes. You got inflation. And then the next thing to hit you is debt. Money is the most heavily sold product in America today, debt, owing money. The, the time of everybody that says buy it now, you can do it now, car notes. I mean it's, it's, it's a plague in America right now where – Every student needs a loan. Every house needs a mortgage. Every car needs a payment. People are just getting discovered and annexed all the way into the poorhouse because the thing that happens with debt is you pay a premium to have something now that you really can't afford. But the culture is marketed in such a way that, you know, it seems like a great idea to have it right now versus working, saving, deferring gratitude and getting it, but that raises the cost of any item by 33%. Like even if you got a great annual percentage rate on a credit card, meaning it's 15% per per year, no, you know, listen, listen, that listen. item costs you five more percent every time. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Listen, if that is the third one, then what, what's the last one? What's that last one? Last one is just – last one is consumer culture and big business. Meaning that the calendar set up, the calendar set up in a way that it emotionally extracts money from you on a monthly basis. On a monthly basis, if there's any money that you have left after your taxes, your inflation, and the debts that you have from buying the things that you couldn't afford to pay for last month, the last pennies get squeezed out when all of a sudden every month there's an emotional um, financial payday for the big business and the retailers out there. Because what's coming up right now, well, it's springtime and March Madness right now. St. Patrick's Day is going to be some drinking in green rivers, but then soon after it's going to be Easter. And then on a monthly basis, all you got to do is count through your calendar. You go from Easter to Memorial Day to uh, summer break to July 4th to Labor Day to Halloween to Thanksgiving to Christmas, back again on New Year's, Valentine's Day, Every month, there's a reason emotionally to get that last, last of your money before you. You know, I, I think that what um, what Richard has, has has shared with us, um, Brandon, with these with these 
it holds, where uh, it can eat up your money. Taxes is one. Two is inflation. Three is debt. Four, consumer culture, big business. Those are definitely some potholes I can I can relate to. I think I've been selling all of them. What about you, Big? You think you're selling all of them? You talking about fall into the bucket? I'm sitting there. I've been swimming in each of these buckets, and I'm sitting there looking at it, and I'm like, man, you know, I I I feel like the 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 frog in the pot that's just swimming around, and you know, help me jump out. Like dude, this is this is this fourth one is crazy. That holiday spending is insane. Like I did some numbers on Christmas spending, and it's it's insane. It's it's, it's so I I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, you know what? I don't think we're gonna celebrate Christmas in my family anymore. That's what I think. I think we just gonna, you know, just cut that out. You know, we're gonna, you know, take it and we're gonna do Kwanzaa and and hand each other dashikis or something like that. You know, that I can afford. We can, we can do that. You know, um, I, you know, we we yeah, no 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 no. And then Valentine's Day. Look at what I spent on Valentine's Day. Insane. Yeah, we're not gonna be doing that anymore. I, it's all in a cycle. And do a follow-up. Hey, listen, I want Richard to um, provide us. He talked about those four, those four homes that I'm going to call in, and, and and I really want him to do a um, a write-up for us about how we're going to get out these homes. But, but Richard has a website. Um, we're going to post that on our Facebook yep, live. We're also going on on the uh, on the website, so you can tap into his product. Just love this show, Coffee Talk with Soy. That is your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, from your app store. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. Stay connected, stay connected, folks, by visiting the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com, as well as looking for us under your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Remember, the size of the problem is never the issue. Remember, it's the size of you. Be great because you are awesome. Tell them Soy said so. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.